Hey lovely, my name is Shari Mitchell and I am obsessed with all things self-care, self-love, living with intention, showing up in life as the highest vision of you and becoming the classy, sophisticated woman that you have always wanted to be. I am here to hold you by the hand and help you navigate both the messy and the magical parts of what I like to call glamorous leadership, leading in life and looking and feeling good while you do it. I'm an island girl hailing from the beautiful Caribbean island of Trinidad and Tobago, a personal development and lifestyle blogger, certified image branding and lifestyle design coach, and women's empowerment enthusiast. Here to explore raw, real talk conversations around breaking free from the typical status quo to live a passionate, purposeful, and polished life that feels true to you. In this sacred space, we world-class women learn to live out loud, audibly, authentically, and unapologetically. So grab some snacks, brew your favorite cup of tea or coffee, pull up a seat, make sure you're curled up and cozy, and get ready to take this next step in your self-growth story. Ready? Good. Welcome to the In Her Worlds podcast. Hello, my lovely, and welcome to episode one of the In Her Worlds podcast. I am so thrilled and excited to be here with you today and to embark upon this brand new journey. I'm overcome by so many emotions. I'm nervous. I'm overthinking about how it's going to turn out. I'm excited. I'm scared to launch, actually, but I've decided that to take this step, I need to do it anyway, and to build my wings as I learn to fly. I won't be perfect, and I know for sure that this journey will not be perfect. So I thank you in advance for joining me on this new path where I learn, and I adapt, and I develop, and I bring to you brand new content. So I'm sending you high vibes right now, high tropical vibes today, as we start episode one with a bang. Today, I'm here to introduce myself to you, to share a bit of my story, tell you what I'm all about, and let you in on the direction of the podcast. So starting off with my story. If you didn't know, I come from a country called Trinidad and Tobago. It is, it is a small country in the Caribbean of 1.2 million people. That is it. And in this small country, we value corporate nine to five jobs. Or better yet, we value being a doctor, a lawyer, an accountant or an engineer. That is like the epitome of success for parents, for teachers, and even for students. So just having a decent steady income coming in every single month, regardless of the job, that is the definition of making it in life and being on the right track. So, you know, it was like a clear sign that your life was in good shape, that you didn't have to worry about bringing shame to your parents, shame to your family, or even shame to yourself. Because in such a small country, everyone is looking at what everyone else is doing. You know, we come, I come from a country of conformists in a way, where we adapt to the society that we see taking shape before us. Therefore, pursuing a more creative path that was never glamorized. I actually remember 
that, you know, when I moved towards my A-level exams and I chose French, literature and history as my subjects, the principal of my school actually told me that with these subjects, the only thing she could think of that I could be was a teacher. Now, mind you, I went an all-girls school, the best school in the country where you were taught to be obedient, taught to be disciplined, to place priority on getting good grades and leaving with scholarships to some of the best universities in the world. So clearly, not the type of school where you were taught to pursue your own passions or even how to think for yourself. It was literally a bubble that I existed in where you were, I don't want to say brainwashed, but a lot of key values and beliefs were instilled in you from a very, very young age that, you know, in the world of no YouTube, no Instagram, no Facebook at that time, you didn't have anything else to fall back on. So what you were taught is what you believed. So in a way, I do understand her mindset towards me and her limiting me to just being a teacher. And I mean, I have nothing against teachers, of course. I feel like teachers are some of the best essential workers that we have in this world right now. But I, will not, I won't lie to you. I was low-key offended by her statement only because I knew that I saw more for myself despite the subjects that I chose to study. So today, I'm actually so grateful that I chose my French literature and history because those qualifications have turned me into more of a citizen of the world who enjoys the arts, languages, creativity, and who gets to share them with you right here rather than feeling like I'm stuck in one place, in one profession that I know I'm not aligned with, but I cannot see a way out of. So that happened in school, but I will leave that story for another day as I move on to talk about my academic days. So during this time, I followed the typical path of getting good grades. I went abroad to the UK to get my bachelor's and my master's. Then I worked hard to find myself a decent job, one that would make my parents proud and one that I felt good about. So honestly, at that time, it was the only path I knew. This was in... 2013, I believe, 2013 to 2014. So at that time, it was the only path that I knew. And to be honest, I didn't grow up, as I said, with Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Facebook actually came out when I was, I think, 17. So I, I didn't know what to do. You know, nothing besides what I was taught showed me that I could adopt a different way of life. So it wasn't until I got to university and even then these social medias were not a big part of my life. So I literally adopted the status quo of the society around me and I conformed. I blended in. I didn't know what else to do. So choosing a different path was alien and invisible to me. How on earth could I have the confidence to step out and do something different to everyone else around me when I didn't even know what that looked like? I had no role models. I didn't know where to access role models and no one in my family really showed me that that way of thinking or that way of moving into a career was viable or even something that made sense. But, you know, deep down... I knew that I always wanted to do something creative with my life. 
So I never gave up emotionally or mentally on my love of learning and the creative arts. So despite the fact that I had a nine to five job and I I was trying to live that life that I believed would have brought me success, I brainstormed different businesses. I tried to launch a tote bag business by selling handmade totes all before the days of you know, Etsy being so big, but I had no clue what I was doing. In addition to that, I also started and stopped many, many, many blogs. So I always knew in the back of my mind that I wanted to write and I wanted to express my thoughts in that way, but I could have never stuck with it. I never stuck with it. So these attempts at building a more creative life for myself, they didn't exactly go anywhere, which I wish I had done before because who knows where I would have been today, you know, but as the saying goes, nothing happens before it's time. Nothing. Either way, the very act of being creative during those days was something that fueled me and something that I could never forget or get rid of in the back of my mind. I always felt deep down that eventually I would figure out how to get the life that I wanted. But of course, I couldn't just live in creativity la-la land. I had to face reality. And reality said that I had to get a job. So when I came back home from university, within the first two months, I actually got back into the workforce. And for two years, I worked in a hospital and then in a social development NGO. I did work in my chosen field of corporate communications because, as I said, I did love to write and I knew that writing was something that I wanted to do as a career. And to be honest, neither job was dull nor boring, but I hated it. I hated it for those two years, but I didn't do anything about it. Why? Because I didn't know what to do. And I also was too afraid of leaping into the unknown and not having a paycheck to come behind me, you know, to come in every single month. I wanted to be independent just as I was in the UK and to not have to depend on my parents. So the initial desire for the for independence, I guess it definitely came before the ultimate goal I had of ha- having freedom. So I thought one day, one day I'll do what I really, really want to do. But that day was not today. Then one serendipitous day in August of 2017, I had a talk with one of my uncles and he turned me into the direction of coaching and consulting, something that I had never heard of. And honestly, I never attached that to myself. Consulting, coaching, what? That is not what we were taught in school. Like who does that? So after some research and reviewing tons of case studies, I realized that this life of a coach, somebody who saved the world with her gifts and helped to make the world a better place, that was what I was meant to do. It was actually aligned with my degree, aligned with my values, aligned with my beliefs, and it provided me the platform to achieve all of the goals that I had in my heart since I was a child. The goals of helping people around the world live better lives and advocating for the less fortunate. Just like my childhood role models, Princess Diana and Mother Teresa. True story. So as fate would have it, I found and got accepted into a coaching program for nine months. Plus at the very same time, I went through an awfully traumatic breakup with somebody that I thought I could see myself marrying. 
So talk about heartbreak. But to be honest, I am I am happy. I'm happy that I was able to have my fellow coach colleagues by my side to coach me out of this heartbreak, out of that situation, and to teach me how to make myself my number one priority instead of the other person. I do believe that it helped me to heal much faster than if I had tried to get myself out of my heartbreak funk all on my own. But it was these two experiences together, the way that they happened together, that actually woke me up from my slumber. The heartbreak that I went through, it was actually the hardest time of my life, emotionally, mentally. It was an experience that really woke me up to who I was. I feel like before, I always say that there's a pre-shari and a post-shari. So, or at least I should say a pre-breakup shari and a post-breakup shari. Pre-breakup shari, she was just going with the flow of life. She was just going with whatever happened being conformist, blending in. She didn't have a mind of her own. She didn't know how to make her own decisions. And she just assumed that life will just fall into its place without her being intentional about it. However, when I went through that breakup and I was able to also learn the art of coaching, that made such a difference in my life. At the time, you know, initially I felt like God had forgotten about me. I felt like my life was ruined. I didn't see any hope initially. And I wondered how on earth am I going to get over this guy? How on earth am I going to find somebody better than him now? I thought I was stuck. I felt stuck in my self-pity, my sadness and my embarrassment for a really, really long time. So, you know, if it's one thing that I knew about myself at that time though, it was that I was very defiant. I have a very defiant personality. So I'm the kind of girl who never gives up. I love a challenge. And, you know, this is where I began to really formulate the post-Shari self. The one where I was like, okay, this happened to me. It sucked. But there, I cannot stay here. I need to do something to make this experience worth it for me. I need to make it work for me, not against me. So I gave myself one year, one whole year to grieve, to bounce back and to get myself certified as a coach. And once that year was over and I had put that person behind me, I was finally determined to change the narrative of my life. I was ready to write a new chapter of my life story, one where I was the lead character and I actually acted like it, not like I was in the passenger seat but I was in the driver's seat of my own life so equipped with the beautiful experience and expertise of coaching plus the awful experience of having a traumatic breakup I decided that if I were to be able to truly help other people in the way that I wanted to I needed to first dust my own self off and help me I had to help Shari so I made a list of all of my wildest hopes and dreams. The ones that I would want to achieve if failure was not an option. The ones I would daydream about with childlike fearlessness. The ones that I would want to bring into reality if I knew that money was not an option. And with those hopes and dreams, I decided no more waiting. 
at this point when I made this list, I was 29, okay? And I thought, oh my God, I am not getting any younger. So waiting for my life to change on its own someday, it just felt so childish, so naive, so ridiculous. There was no time to wait. Wait for what? That is the thing. Wait for what? What am I waiting for? So, you know, only now was the time only now was the time I told myself to take action on my biggest dreams without fear. I had to find a way to bounce back. I had to make that awful situation work for me. So to change my life and to prove to myself and others that I could achieve anything I had set my mind to, I decided that, okay, the, this list of my wildest hopes and dreams, this is what I'm going to work on without relenting ceaselessly no matter what happens no matter what gets in my way I am not going to give up on myself I am going to level up and elevate my life in a way that even I don't recognize I am coming for everything they said that I couldn't have that was literally my mind motto I told myself okay what would the highest version of myself do what would the highest version of Shari do and that was to achieve my goals and my dreams that I had put on the back burner collecting cobwebs and dust for so many years whilst I tried to get a job and to be happy when I knew that I felt stuck hell no no more I just couldn't stand it anymore you know so making that life-changing decision to move forward I took action and what the end results were with that, I launched my blog, In Her Worlds, and that blog for me was a goal to help other women who also may feel stuck and complacent in their lives to just break free and create their own lives of passion, purpose, and peace. In addition to that, I, I found the time to design my own dream lifestyle, one that feeds my passions, my purpose, and even my poise, my class, my sophistication, the kind of person I am, my personality. You know, one that felt unique and true to me. I also read countless books on personal development and self-growth. So I know exactly how to elevate my mindset for success. I also know exactly who I am and what I want out of my one life. I know what my values are. I found the most focus and clarity in my life than I ever knew was even possible. And I've learned how to love, care for, and respect myself the way that I deserve without needing a partner to validate or to accept me. Now, I accept and validate, validate my own damn self, okay? So, as someone who has lacked all of these virtues in her life because they were not naturally taught to her plus some of which she didn't even know existed growing up you know having gone through that journey of self self-discovery and self-reflection I feel like my focus and my clarity they make me feel in control of my life's direction and honestly pretty amazing so I feel like I'm really the captain of my ship now I feel relieved knowing that I've harnessed some sense of control over my life, control over my mind, and also control over the direction of my path, rather than feeling like my life is disorganized, disorderly, spiraling out of control, and that I have no clue what to do about it. 
So the self, the journey of self-discovery, it surely, you know, I know. I know for a fact that it isn't over for me. There's more that I need to learn about myself. And once I'm here on earth, I know that there's always room to grow, which is an amazing thing. But being on this side of the journey at this moment, after, mind you, after doing the work, putting in the time to learn about myself, taking action on my passions and learning to see myself as worthy of being number one, after doing all of that, it truly feels like I have been given this long-awaited blessing. And that leads me to where I am right now here with you. Changing my life and learning from my mistakes gave me the desire to do so for others on a deeper, more profound level than even when I left school. So I want to help guide women toward their own journeys of self-love, self-compassion, self-growth, and success. I want to help guide women toward becoming the unicorns in their circles of influence, different to everyone around them, oozing and radiating with class, poise, sophistication, wit, intellect, and values. I want to help guide women toward breaking free of the status quo to create lives and lifestyles that are full of passion, full of purpose, and that are authentic and true to them. So you might be wondering, what is this podcast even about? In a nutshell, this podcast is going to be, or I should say it is, a hub for all things women's empowerment. Here, we will enjoy both solo episodes and interview type episodes that aim to help women become self-actualized in the most elevated, sophisticated ways. But this podcast, it is not just for any woman. This podcast is for ambitious, goal-oriented, modern-day women. World-class women who aspire to be more intelligent, more cultured, more educated, and more enlightened in their lives. Women who want to lead in every area of their life and to look good doing it. Also, women who value intentional living instead of just going with the flow and allowing life to take its course without holding the reins of what happens. And women who want to live a full life. Women who want to seize all of the best opportunities that life has to offer. So together, we will talk all about self-care, self-confidence, self-worth, body positivity, wellness, intentional living, setting and achieving goals, being fierce, feminine, and non-conformist, overcoming challenges with grace, and lots of other awesome topics. Furthermore, being a Caribbean woman, I also want to especially highlight and elevate the representation of Afro-Caribbean, African, and other black and colored successful women in a range of industries so that more women of color, especially those of us outside of North America, who rarely get airtime, we can see ourselves in the media and begin to believe and to realize that we too can achieve success beyond our status quo. I really want women to be able to begin to formulate in their minds that they too can close the gap between the successful and those merely dreaming of success and to actually realize that they can do something to attain the goals and the dreams that they have for themselves. 
the, repre the representation of Caribbean women of color doing amazing things is scarce in the media. But there are so many success stories that deserve the light of day on a global stage. So I plan to be the change that I wish to see in the world. By creating my own podcast, I've decided to fill this gap in the media to the best of my ability with amazing stories that you would never hear of otherwise and to bring you a step closer to the beautiful Caribbean content that exists. With this podcast, I hope to create and empower a community of world-class women to dream big and then go out into the world and take action to create the lives and the lifestyles of their desires. But just know that I am not claiming to be an expert, a guru, or even a genius in any way, shape, or form where these topics are concerned. One thing I know for sure is that I am extremely passionate and enthusiastic about them. I live, breathe, and think about them in my own life every single day. So as I learn more and more about these topics and I'm excited and revved up about them and as I meet other amazing people in these fields along my own journey, I'll be here sharing them with you. I'm so excited to have started this adventure and to have you here on this journey with me as we both pursue our biggest, boldest dreams filled with passion, purpose and poise. So thank you so, so, so much for listening. Thank you so much for, you know, being an heir to this story and to what this podcast is all about. And I will definitely catch you in the next episode. Oh, wow. I'm over here giving you the biggest virtual hug ever because you just finished the first episode of the In Her Rules podcast. Is it just me or did that fly by so fast? If you want to know more, head over to the blog inherrolls.com for the show notes from today's episode. Also, if you want a head start on creating the life of your dreams, make sure you grab my free email series called Invisible to Influential to help you go from small, insignificant and lost in the crowd to taking up space and winning hearts with a powerful presence while you're there. Oh, and before you go, if you've been inspired by the podcast so far, it would mean so much to me if you could rate it, share this episode with your friends and loved ones, leave a review of your thoughts and subscribe for regular content that helps you transform your life week after week after week. See you in the next one. I already cannot wait to chat with you again. Hugs and kisses to you, my world-class woman. Bye for now.